Yes, and and we're excited. We're a little bit tired, but um, it, it's it's good. It's good to be into the regular season, as I've said before, and I'm ready. So most of the Grapefruit League stadiums are used as minor league parks, and we are pretty excited. We're back in North Carolina right now, and pretty excited because tonight and tomorrow night, we're going to be taking in some minor league games in the Tar Heel State. Right. Going to see the Grasshoppers. Greensboro Grasshoppers and the Durham Bulls. Durham Bulls probably the most iconic minor league baseball team ever, right? Why do you say that? <laughs> yes, of course. And we'll be going with some families from Children's Hope Alliance. Thanks to uh, some generous hookups from both the Grasshoppers and the Bulls. We'll have a group of about 30 people tonight in Greensboro and 60 tickets that we got from the Durham Bulls, which is awesome. It, it is awesome. It's great to be able to get these kids and families out there, get them to get excited about baseball, just have a good day, as we've said before, and enjoy an experience that they wouldn't otherwise be able to have. And Friday I will be interviewing a Durham Bulls player, so stay tuned for that next week on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. We also got Daniel Norris of the Detroit Tigers on the podcast next week. He's an interesting guy, 24 years old, beaten cancer already, lives in a van in the off season. <laughs> he calls his van Shaggy. Why not? I know, right? It's an old Volkswagen. But uh, today on the Home Run on Wheels podcast, we have another baseball player, Cameron Maven of the Miami Marlins, who we saw March 29th, opening day. He had just one at bat. He didn't start, but he did go in as a pinch hitter. Got a hit. He's off to a pretty good start for the year. He's hitting 364. And he's a North Carolina native uh, from Asheville. And this is a guy who's just doing awesome things in wherever he goes. He's been on five teams. And in 2015, while he was with the Angels, he started this Maven Mission, uh, his foundation that does a variety of things. I mean, he's very energetic about it. You can tell he's really excited about the Maven Mission and what they do. Yeah, he's got several programs, a holiday project in Asheville. He runs a camp in Asheville. I had an opportunity to speak with Cameron in Jupiter, Florida during spring training, and I asked him about the Maven mission. My Maven mission, I mean, if, if you're asking, yeah. you know, it's just, for me, that's the mission is to just um, let not only the parents know, but the kids know, you know, we're just trying to enrich enrich their lives somehow, whatever form of fashion that is, and, and it usually starts by giving them your attention, by just allow, letting them know that, that somebody 
who's in a position that myself is really cares. You know, um, you know, I had 10 kids out just last week from the YMCA uh, after school program, and just to see their faces for, from getting to play catch with me, race me in the outfield, ask me whatever questions they have, um, it's it's very. Uh, it's very enriching for the, for, I think, for their soul and mine, you know. So my thing was, how can we use this baseball platform to touch and inspire the communities that we're in? So that that's where the maybe mission kind of started with with my hometown being the foundation of, you know, how can I inspire at home? How can we, you know, find a way to enrich our communities, our schools, our inner cities, you know, more more than anything and. It's just kind of taken off from there, you know. What like inspired you to start the foundation? Was there any like one thing? Honestly, it was my wife. Um, years ago, during during the Christmas ho- Christmas holidays, we just we would always see you know about a co- one corporation sponsoring one family, and we said you know we thought you got million billion dollar corporations coming together to sponsor one family like they're actually doing something special. I mean that's kind of how we looked at it. So we took it upon ourselves to reach out on Facebook, make a little post about anybody who they thought deserved some help during Christmas time. And we got over like a thousand Facebook letters and we went through each one of them, read them. And we picked eight families from like 1,100 posts. And we just sponsored them out of pocket. And then that was the first year, that was three years ago. And then it grew. And next year we did 30, 30 kids from the Angel Tree off the Boys and Girls Club. And this year we went back and did 21 kids total this this season so it just started trying to figure out how can well how can I use my platform I got tired of kind of just being defined as a baseball player you know just hey you're the baseball player well you know I kind of want to be known as somebody hey you're the baseball player that really gives back that really takes time to connect with his community wherever that community may be whether it was LA last year Houston as soon as I got there last year and now you know being back in Miami which I think will be so much fun for me being that I had a chance to come here you know, as a young kid, and I and, and my my focus wasn't wasn't in that avenue as far as right. what can I do to give back. I've always been. Well, you're what? You were like 20 years. Yeah, old you know. Like so, that, right? I think it's 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 an awesome opportunity for me to really go ahead and you know again continue to establish you know what we're trying to do with the maybe mission, and that's just really connect, man, inspire. You know, um, young kids, parents. You know, um, I have a program that I really, really that I'm really proud of. It's called from uh, from the streets from the streets to the peaks and um we've got a, a campground uh, called old fort where we take kids out a select group of kids who do really well in school don't have the means and they get to go out go camping overnight horseback riding uh mountain climbing canoe you know get on the river go canoeing learn ag- agricultural skills so it just allows them to get out of the inner city and see things that they've never seen you know it's mind-blowing that kids come up to me and they're in awe because they've never seen a horse in person you know, like little things like that. So uh, that was really, truly inspiring um, to just be able to just to just do something that's not so geared around sports. And I love what sports offers offers and, and what it has allowed me to do. But just try to create an avenue to where these kids realize that they can do a lot of different things with with a great support system and and people that care. You know, so you talk about giving kids some an experience they might not otherwise absolutely. Have. What what we're trying to do is get uh, teams to donate uh, tickets to charities in their respective communities yeah. so that we can give kids an experience at, at a baseball game. You know how you do you know how uh, <laughs> how amazing it was. I met this little girl, one of my ten kids that was here. 
And she was just, she was so in awe to tell me, we, we, we're your VIP guests. We're, you know, we, we're your special guests. We got to come out on the field. I mean, it, it, we'd be surprised how far that goes for those kids, just to come down on the field, get those BP passes, get those tickets, and to see how much joy it brings to them, man. That's what it's about. You know, I, I love the game that we play, but for me, I think it really is inspiring, stopping to sign an autograph, stopping to acknowledge a little kid, you know, even if you can't stop, tell them, hey, I'm sorry, but I'll get you next time. You know, it's a way you can handle yourself, and I just try to just try to take pride in, um, in how I handle myself because I want kids to maybe they see something and I see a way that I handle myself, and they you know they they add that to their rep, their their character repertoire. So, um, how did be becoming a father kind of change your perspective? Oh, uh, absolutely. Things? You know, as becoming a father, you you really go through the mindset of you know you always hear do as I say not as I do mm -hmm. but it's, as, a, as a father you want it to be more do as I say and as I do you don't want it to be uh, you know fake so for me you know every off season especially around the holidays Thanksgiving for my, for my especially my oldest son to see how much we give and how much we give and we don't receive anything from it to see you know for my son to see his dad giving you know I think that'll uh I think that it's molding him to be, you know, more open to. It's not what can you do for me, but what can I, what can I do for others? You know what I mean? So, it's a great learning, great learning curve, the learning tool for a dad, and I think for my kids as well. So, uh, what's it like being back in Miami? I mean, quite a bit has changed. Even the name mm -hmm. of the team changed. Since yeah, <laughs> um, it's been fun so far, man. We got a good, vibrant group, great chemistry, uh, loose locker room, which is great, man. Um, We'll see, you know, we're not quite down there yet, but we'll see. It'd be nice to actually play play indoors this time around, though. <laughs> Have a roof over your head, which would be nice, because when I was here, we didn't miss any of those hot summer days. <laughs> we were getting them the full effect of it. So, well, coming off a World Series victory with uh, such a, a young team, what do you think you can bring to the club? Um, just again, I think Starling, you know, my you know myself coming from two teams that have you know been in the mix and you kind of really see some things that you you know it's going to take to help uh you know create that that chemistry create that brotherhood and that bond to where egos are checked out the door and we got to do it for each other so i think you know we can bring that type of leadership role where guys it's, it's hard as a, as hard as a young guy to kind of think about the team sometimes but i think already we've kind of kind of creating that, that atmosphere where it's a team-first environment. And, and that's just kind of one one thing that I, I really talk about a lot is how can we do this together? Because we got to do it together mm -hmm. if we want to do anything special. And that's and that's just a fact. So uh, just trying to convey that to the guys. And these guys are open. These guys have been open ears and open to any type of advice or anything that we have and, and, and myself vice versa, you know. You got to be open to what these guys, you know, like doing here. And, it's a uh, communication is key, and we've had a lot of good communication so far. Well, I'll get you out on this one. Uh, yeah, I think with your second stint with the Marlins, but you've been on five different teams, uh, three in the last year plus, right? Yeah. Obviously, guys would like to have stability, but with your with your Maven mission, is it kind of a blessing in disguise where you're able to do stuff in Los Angeles, Houston, and, and yeah, now, man, and, and now it, it really is, you know, and. You know, and, and even in that aspect, you know, I've always looked at it as I've clearly done something right to continue to be able to find a job and continue to go in, go into a locker room and, and impact whatever locker room that I've been in. So I look at it. You but know, then even I, off the field. And even off the field, you know, exactly. So I just looked at it as a positive to be able to go touch different communities, you know, starting in Atlanta, then it was in Detroit, and now, you know, it's just continued to progress. And I think 
you know, that, that was the goal of the mission is that how can we grow this thing to we let people know around the world that we care, you know, and it's gratifying to get messages and, you know, DMs about people, not about how you play baseball, but how much they miss what you've done for the community. That means a lot, you know, not, hey, way to swing the bat, but man, we miss all the things that you did for our community. That, that like, hits me in a, in a spot that I think um, that's what it's all about. That's, that's what I was looking for. So. Well, thank you, Cameron, for coming on the home, home Run on Wheels podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate, Appreciate it, it, Cameron. My pleasure. I think that's awesome what you do, what you guys are doing. Thank you. Truly, man. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place, and I feel like when he opened the door for them being my foster parents, he also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Absolutely, absolutely. You can tell that he is, as I said, he's enthused about what he's doing. He talked about being able to show his son about giving and, and what can I do for others and just the value to the kids and, and being able to take pride in the mission and what they're able to do off the field. Right. And, you know, you talked about that being from Wisconsin and growing up on the dairy farm. You yourself just experienced something for the first time and felt like a kid again, right? We went to Disney. And, you know, so so you can relate to how these kids feel. And, and of course, you know how you felt when you first went to a baseball game. Definitely an experience that hopefully they'll never forget. So speaking of happy memories, how do you feel about the games we've been to so far? Yes, it's on, the blog post is up there. Right. We'll we'll get better at it, but Right. But Tropicana. As you said about Tropicana Field, it feels like a hockey arena because um, it's entirely enclosed. Right. And that's what you said at the stadium. I liked I, it though. I, I, know, it's, yeah, it's, 
there are things to like about all of them. There's different aspects. And At SunTrust Park, this feels like baseball. Right. That was the first thing I said. Because just being there, um, the openness of the stadium, I think, lends lends to that. You know, the excitement with the fans and, and walking in and walking around. And it's just different even in the concourse area than the TROP, for sure. But what I liked about it is it did feel intimate. It did feel like the fans who were there were into it. Um, at least the ones that were up in the section we were in three hundred section three hundred, and I felt like those fans were into it, and they had their cowbells out. I know you you were. And I did not know until we were in St. Petersburg that cowbells were a thing at uh, Rays games, but they are. Uh, oh, okay. It, hey, anything that gets people into the game and it's and, fun. And, Right. Especially with Marlins Park. There's a lot of potential there for that to be an awesome baseball stadium. It is a really cool stadium. But in order to create the atmosphere of like a really great baseball environment, you need the fans. Indeed. I, I agree wholeheartedly. 35,000 seat stadium, and there's 20,000 people in there, and 15,000 of them are Cubs fans on opening day. Right. No, they had some great activities where they were trying to engage the fans. They had, you know, just the the regular announcer coming on and, and getting fans into it. You know, you had folks yelling, let's go Marlins, all that good stuff, but just not as many people. And it just, again, it just falls a little bit flat when, when that's not there. But they... Yes. Right. And so there are probably some, this was April 1st, Easter Sunday, so there are probably some holdover spring training fans who just stuck around and so they could see the Red Sox play the Rays. There could have been in, in its spring break. Yeah. So. There were a lot of Boston fans there. And again, it just felt like the home, hometown fans were outnumbered. Uh, did not experience that in Atlanta. Although I will say we are 0 for 3 with the home team so far. <laughs> Right, hopefully that's not a trend. I know, right? But... The Mets play the National Sunday in, in uh, Washington, D.C. Home run on wheels will be there. So will Holmes. Yes, Holmes will be at National Park because there's pups in the park. Uh, Patty and I are actually not... We did not seek to do anything with uh, uh, any kids in Washington, D.C. because um, we noticed it was pups in the park day on the schedule and we were like oh my god let's take Holmes to a, to a baseball game yeah we gotta spend some time with our boy yeah and this will be a first for Holmes he has never experienced a major league baseball game before no he has not he's 10 years old he has heard the fireworks from afar when the Cardinals were doing well you know I don't think he cares about that so much it's it's storms he doesn't like, but anyway, let's put it this way: he knew that the when the Cardinals were winning, those fireworks were okay. Oh, he just knew that. Yeah, he knows that. It wasn't because you were like happy because you heard the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs>
something like that. So last night, uh, I know you're happy because the Cardinals did beat the Brewers, and um, so now in this the three game series, the Cardinals took two of three. Yes, I am happy about that, and I'm even happier about that because I get to give you a hard time about it. But anyway. Yes, get involved however you can. There are so many opportunities to do that. And just seek it out in your local community. And again, just we're not taking these kids to a major league baseball game. We're taking them to a minor league and that in itself, just a day out, right? So even if you can't help get an experience like we're going to be able to get for these kids with going to the games, what, wherever it may be, if you can help to give them some kind of good experience, I think um, I think Maben talked about that too. Just and and some other players have mentioned that previously that just spending some time with them and just them being able to see and get some some positive attention and some fun experiences, whatever it may be, is is a great thing. Yeah, and and the, and that was our first plan. I'm excited to see it as well. You know that my top park from the spring training was the Orioles Stadium. I don't think that it's the same as Camden Yards, but it'll be great to see what they've done there. Thank you. Thank you.